0: Hi folks, your hosts Ben and Britt here from the Paddle Movement Podcast. Today we're welcoming former Scottish rugby international Max Evans. In a career on the rugby pitch that spanned over 15 years as a centre and winger, he secured 44 caps for his country alongside his brother Tom and competed for teams including London Scottish, Glasgow Warriors and Castres in France. Since hanging up his rugby boots, Max has featured on the British TV series Dancing on Ice reaching the final in the process. Today and really pertinent to our podcast he's the founder of PaddleXO, a provider of high quality courts and premium covers for paddle, a sport he fell in love with in his now home Portugal. He's also the founder of the distinctive cork paddle brand with rackets made from the distinctive Portuguese cork and standing out visually from any other racket brand on the market. So in today's show, we'll hear how Max fell in love with paddle in Portugal, his jaunts around the world to take personalised court rackets to the rich and famous, and how as a father and avid paddle player, he's found true contentment in one of Europe's biggest sports hotspots, the Algarve. All this and more to come, so enjoy the show. Okay, Max, thanks so much for joining us, joining Brett and I on the Paddle Movement podcast. This is a new show of ours, so we're pretty, pretty chuffed to have you on so early. How's um how's things going in Portugal?
1: Absolute pleasure to be here, Ben. Honestly, been very excited, Brittany, um, to especially get to talking about paddle, but also you know I've been a very lucky man in life, and it's it's always a pleasure kind of sharing it because uh, it's been pretty fun and crazy. So um, yeah, really excited to to talk and uh, and have a good chat.
0: Good. And um, we're looking forward to talking to you and, uh, and tell us who we've got with, with us as well. Who's the, who's the little got Terrier? little
1: Mimi. I've got six little Yorkshire Terriers, thanks to my uh, lovely partner, Deborah. And um, yeah, this is one of them. She, she refuses to be anywhere else except on my lap when I'm in the living room.
0: <laughs> <Nice>. Too cute. <laughs> okay, cool. Too cute. Yeah. Right. Well we'll get we'll get straight into it. We'll actually start um we'll start uh with paddle because that's that's what this show is about. So you know, I want to get straight into one of your businesses, Paddle XO. Um and we'll go to Cork. I can see (laughs) Cork there. Um I'm a very grateful recipient of one of Max's rackets. So um but Paddle XO first of all, obviously you know, constructing courts. um, tell us how i suppose tell us how you got into the paddle business first of all what was the catalyst for getting into paddle as a sport the enthusiasm the passion and then tell us about how you got into the business side of it
1: okay so i live as you said in the algarve in portugal um, and my dad is the golf director of a re- very nice resort called quinta del lago um, and the resort put in this amazing amazing leisure, leisure facility called the campus um, and installed these paddle courts. I'd never come across paddle, you know, I'd, I'd had training camps when I was playing for, you know, the, the Scottish rugby team in, in La Manga Club, but never even, you know, just so zoned into to what I was doing, never even noticed paddle courts there or anything. Um, so just never heard of it, never seen it, never played it. I get introduced to the game, and invited down to the campus, Um to play with John Terry, uh, England legend football player, Chelsea um, superstar, um, and I'm like, you've got a former professional soccer player, former football player, sorry, former uh, rugby player, and by the end of this game we were playing, you know, we we both got it, you know, both athletes, obviously, like competitive, you know, had a, played a bit of racket sports, bit of tennis, squash. Um, But by the end of this game, both got it, both chest pumping each other, you know, telling saying we were having the same sort of experiences that we'd had at the highest level of our, you know, respective sports. And I'm thinking, what is this game? You know, this is this is incredible to to go from literally a total beginner to actually having a competitive game by the end of your like first experience is pretty rare when, you know, probably football, you know it, which is why it's so popular is, is the only other sport, you know, but then I've got so much good stuff to say about paddle. My, my argument to, cause I, cause I believe paddle is the best sport in the world. Right. I, and, and that's why I'm just so happy to be part of the industry of growing it. Um, but it, it's like, I don't think there's many sports where you can get a granny and granddad playing with their grandson and granddaughter and having a, a fun competitive, mm. competitive, joyful game, you know, um, and it's incredible. So I, I immediately fell in love. Um, I then went back to the UK. I've got an apartment in Weybridge in Surrey, and I was like, where can I, play, where can I play paddle, um, you know, uh, and. Amazingly, there's one there was this amazing man, um David um lost the surname, but it will probably come back to me, David, uh who was so fed up of coming back from Spain on holiday, loving paddle to the UK and not having anywhere to play, he was like, right, did a deal with um the Weybridge uh Health Club and was like, I want to put this paddle court in, I want to play with my mates in the UK. And there was this paddle court. Now, that paddle court, no discredit to, to David, and I played on another paddle court not long after. Um, I won't name and shame that place either. But both these paddle courts were not like the paddle court I played on at, in the campus, right? Mm-hmm. You know, where the glass, on one of them where the glass met the fence, there was a little ledge, you know, which meant if the ball bounced there, it was, you know, not a fair bounce. The carpet, the the yarn of the carpet was... Like much longer, and the ball was so much slower, almost as bad as when it hit the back glass and then dropped on the on the on the carpet. Instead of carrying on the momentum, it actually bounced back, and I was like, "You can get the court wrong here." You know, at the very same time, my uh, cousin Britt, who lives in South Africa, my mum's South African. Um, my auntie lives in Stellenbosch. She saw me playing paddle, you know, I was putting it on my Instagram with, you know, John Terry and stuff, like raving about this sport, paddle, 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 paddle. Um, And, you know, she was like, what is, you know, what's, what's going on? And um, I said, Oh, it's awesome. There must be a paddle court near you in South Africa, you know, Cape town that you can play not a single paddle court. This was, this was kind of beginning of uh, 2018. Um, And, and I was like, are you kidding me? You know, South Africans who love their sport, competitive as anyone, you know, very active, you know, love their tennis, great climate. They're going to love paddle. And I'm thinking, okay. OK, also UK relatively unknown at the time. It wasn't uh, it was only until 2020 that it got recognized as a sport, as we all know. Mm-hmm. So I was like, hey, you know, I would finished playing rugby. I'd done I'd literally just finished dancing on ice. I, I I got to the final of dancing on ice <laughs> on my TV.
2: Wow. Uh,
1: fi- yes. I'm, very, I'm very proud of my finalist position, uh, 2018, and then I went on the <sighs> tour afterwards. And when I finished the tour, it was kind of that, it was kind of as soon as like, what am I going to do now? You know, and then I discovered paddle. Um, and yeah, it's been, it's been awesome. So that's kind of how I, I, so, so, so then I set up uh paddle XO kind of beginning of 2020 uh, when it, you know, I was like, this is going to, as soon as I played, it I was like, this is going to go off. Like I don't care that it's not a sport in the UK. Like I'm going to, you know, I'd never, i had been a rugby player all my life. Right. I hadn't, I, I'd, I'd had an, ed, you know, I had a good education at, at Boarding school, Wellington College. I didn't, you know, I, I, I'm a PGA golf professional, but I didn't really know business. But I, I just, I know, I knew sport, and I was like, if I, if I've got a guy that makes these courts in the campus, and these courts are like amazing, Brittany, I, I, like yeah. I'm telling you, where like, as as de- Ben, you played there, as detailed as like, you don't see the bolts, you know, it's like a little, it's a construction element but it's just like so slick Mm. you know panoramic courts like they're just they're awesome courts and it was a pleasure and and that's that's then the I'll, i'll lead into because i was just so lucky i feel like i'm just one of the luckiest guys on the planet because i found the guy who makes these amazing paddle courts and then through him i met the the paddle professional kind of like the first portuguese Paddle professional Pedro Plantier, um, who is one of the partners in Cork Paddle, Mm. and the story of the Cork Paddle rackets and and the company and everything is just such an incredible like Netflix. uh, Honestly, I feel like it's Amazon Prime. You know, I, I love watching documentaries. I've been gripped by some of the ones that have come on on Netflix, especially the ones to do with like the painkillers and the opioid stuff. I don't know if you've seen that stuff on, on, um, on, on stuff and just, just the way it's filmed and everything like that. You know, I'm, I'm, I love movies. I know we've got some, you know, and, and I honestly, it's a movie, the story of, of the cork paddle thing that I've been documented, documenting since being, Like the guy that made these, that started making these, he started in a little garage and he had like all his prototypes, you know, like kind of like homegrown, you know, the kind of stuff that you love to watch, you know, kind of like the wonderful story you love to see. So it's uh, yeah, it's been fun. And it's I know it will continue to be fun. Like it's because paddles fun, you know
0: there's look there's so much to unpack there i think um, yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh you are probably probably touched. On, i know you're interested in the court side of things like at uh, the court side of things the cork is what i want to talk about as well so max you very kindly uh sent one my way and i've uh, got a little paddle 22 branding on it so it's uh gets talked about every time i play paddle which is awesome um but it is like you've far more importantly you've been taking this around the world you know to the rich and famous you know branding the rackets bespoke for um for occasions for different celebrities etc tell us about you know that's has to be one of the usps right from a business point of view you are um not only is it cork and it's different to look at than any other paddle racket on the market it is um it's you as an ex-athlete recognizable athlete taking it places taking it to recognizable people often sports people who've, you know, hung up their own boots and are now getting into paddles. So there's a whole like story there. I can see the Netflix uh, show in the making. But tell us about that whole kind of, I guess, strategy for how you're marketing this. Um, to be honest, it's been
1: like the brand and the company is, is such a kind of um, organic, um, natural functioning machine and that's weird to say that in two things because they you know they do now have certain machines whereas when it, they first started it was literally by hand you know hand crafting um but it it's also my journey with them and and kind of my paddle journey has also been like like that i've just kind of been growing it how it's been naturally happening and and you know the world's changing i feel like Kind of so fast, you know, in the last kind of since, you know, since, since COVID, like I, I set up Paddle XO and then COVID hit, you know, mm-hmm. which was, which I had the best COVID experience ever. <laughs> um, because I started COVID single and then I, I fell in love and, and made a baby. So, like, and you know, and, and ended up with six dogs as well. So, um, and, and growing paddle, you know, playing paddle, but, uh, yeah, I've just my life, you know, has created this, you know, experience that I am in the company of, you know, like um, Prince Albert, you know, in Monaco. Like I'm, I'm sat in his pub, in his private pub, in his in his palace in Monaco, uh, having a beer with him and giving him his personalised cork paddle rackets because he's absolutely obsessed with paddle. He changed his his family, like the heritage family home tennis court, he converted it into a paddle court because he was like, sod tennis. I just want to play paddle. Uh-huh. And I'm giving him, you know, I'm, I'm having a great chat and, 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 uh, you know, he also loves his rugby, but he's just one of, like you said, so many, um, superstars from different, different, it, not just sport, you know, like, um, uh, in, in Stockholm, like, uh, the guy, it, you know the Askero lad. You know he's not sporty. He's a top kind of businessman, stylish guy. Yeah. Um, but it's just like a common, you know, just a common love for paddle and 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 how it. How, uh, another big driving factor, I have to say, for me going for it is at the same time that I was falling in love with paddle. Like really early on, I heard on the radio um, they were talking about. Uh, Trying to get esports into the Olympics, right? And I, I've, yeah. I've got nothing against gamers. Like I, I love, I love Call of Duty. I love gaming, I love FIFA. All that. Mm. But like when I heard it, and I was thinking, I was like, if you've got paddle <laughs> compared to esports in the Olympics, like what that does for society,
0: yeah, you know,
1: and and kids and stuff, you know, if you've got kids getting into, there's more chance of kids getting into paddle against against games and there is of like golf you know like I've, I've played my dad's a golf pro like I I played golf all my life I love golf but it is so hard it's you know it is like even now I, you know I'm, I'm a scratch golfer but sometimes I'm like I hate this game I hate yeah and I I, I never have this feeling I never have that feeling with paddle like I and and every time I say it I get goosebumps because I it's the feeling of it's that feeling that even when you're even when I'm playing with someone, like I love even playing with someone that has never played before, or having taking the weaker person, because I'm I, I, I come from rugby, right? I yeah. come from rugby, which is the ultimate team sport, right? You have to know your other fourteen guys on the field, so, like you have to be communicating all the time. It's just like Dah, It's nonstop, and you 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 feel each other and you know each other. You have to operate as one machine, I'll say. And it's the same in paddle. You're only as good as your partner. You're you're a working machine. And I've got nothing against straight away just giving the key points, mainly positioning, right? And mainly, like, just move forward through every shot, get as low as you can, let the ball get in front of you before you play it. Like, just those things, like quick little things and then encouraging it. And honestly, it's every time it's a pleasure, like even losing with the weakest player... But seeing them improve and hit some winners and like you know your high five. So, and these guys have never had that feeling in sport ever you know to hit a winner and see a big yeah. rugby guy coming in and like oh <laughs> hey! you know like they're like Jesus <laughs> this is all you know the fire they must be getting like I'm I'm so I'm so used to that like you know and yeah. and I get that experience in paddle so imagine these guys that have never had that like buzz you know and I love playing music I think I I love that Spanish. You know where it's born. The, I know it. I know it started in Mexico, but the Spanish have really created the culture of of paddle. And I love yeah. the playing the music, having a you know. You, I, I've played paddle a bit hungover or pissed, you know. And it's it's like yeah, I actually think I played better, but I <laughs> but then I'm like no no no, I I should keep. Do you know what I mean? But it's on that yeah. level, like. Yeah, so, it's, yeah. It's it's brilliant. a
0: sport. Yeah. It's a, people say it's a sport where you lose a point and you almost forget you've lost a point because so much has happened during that point. It's so yeah. enjoyable. You're like, oh, I didn't really, really yeah. lost it because there's been so many like ebbs and flows within one single point, you know, and you get that. And, and, how, often, and how often are you playing with like,
1: you know, we're all intelligent individuals and I've, I've played with some of the top execs, like CEOs, finance guys. And how many times do you forget where you are in the game or the point or like yeah. what, you know, and people are like, wait, is it 30, 15 or, four? you know, like, <laughs> yeah. Because you're just yeah, yeah. so wrapped up in what's going on.
0: Yeah. It's <clears throat> unique in that way. Um, just one more me, for me, Fanat. Um, you touched on it, but other athletes playing paddle, there's definitely a kind of symmetry, I suppose, of like athletes who are hanging up their boots moving into paddle. They obviously have a competitive nature. We know that because they've done that for their their livelihoods, right? But, why is it that we're seeing football soccer players rugby players cricketers all sorts of kind of team sport people not just tennis and, and squash people but team sport people moving into paddle why is that like some call it the new golf right they don't have to use up a whole day to go and be competitive but what why why do you think that is
1: yeah I, honestly i can speak from personal experience and speaking with with the guys i know it, it's it's that level of, it's that just that enough level of competition that gives us this, what we're used, what we're used to. You know, it's like golf. Like you said, it's the new golf. Golf has always been that it's the competitive side of you against you against the course. You know, you're going. It doesn't. The, the beauty of golf is you don't have to have anyone. You know, you you can just go out and it's you against the course, and you've got that level of competition paddle has that level of competition but it's also like added to it all these amazing you know like the social side that the 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 speed of getting better you know the addictive side to like your improvement rate like um and i just think for anyone that's had an even just an active life like um you know you you look at pickleball for example in in the u.s as in it's the competitive element that people have just it gives that dopamine that it, it's great for mental, you know, mm-hmm. talk, everyone's talking about mental health now. And, you know, I think w- when I bring it back to like the video games, you get a kid playing video games and then see how the rest of his day is. And you get a kid playing paddle in the morning and see how the rest of his day is by all the actual science and data about exercise and breathing fresh air and, you know, uh, motor skills and, and social interaction, in terms of what that does for you know our bodies and our energy, um, it's like yeah. When you've been so used to that on a on a on a professional level, international, you know, like the highest sporting level, you you need like when I finished rugby, I, I was lucky to have things happening continuously afterwards. But I I had moments where I was like, you know. i'm I'm like itchy i need to be doing something you know like uh we hear
0: hear that about athletes yeah it's like a it's a trodden path right you hang up your boots and you you, you've had stadiums full of people probably idolizing you if you get to a certain level and then suddenly that void almost like that kind of that i guess that you know lack of sound going on you know yeah yeah yeah. huge to get used to
1: and, and, and finding you know for me as well it was kind of like everyone was like oh you know what's next? What's next? What's next? What's next? And you, when you when you've been at that highest level, you think, shit, I've got to maybe do something that that is going to be that highest. You know, it, it is a, a you know a bit of a battle. But honestly, paddle has has certainly saved me. Like I played three times a week competitive games, an hour and a half, um, three t-shirts dripping through. Like I, I'm not a big gym guy um i get you know and i'm in good shape purely from having a, a, a three games of paddle a week you know and maybe one round of golf that's it
2: yeah paddles like the best workout and so fun <laughs> oh my
1: god because you have to again you have to, even if you're the best player in, in you know even if my partner is getting peppered the ball all the time and you're not playing shots you're still having to work forward and back. You know, you're still having to keep moving. It, you know, a bit like boxing where you're, you're on your toes all the
2: sure. time. Sure.
1: I love it. Yeah.
2: So um, going to PaddleXO, um, I wanted to talk a little bit about costs. How much does it cost to build a paddle court? And if you can give me a range for, for even a club.
1: Okay. So I it, it's what's on offer on the market. You know, when you think Spain have been in the in the business for over twenty years, um, they've got massive warehouses producing these paddle courts. Like, you can get uh, a a pillared, you know, posted paddle court from a Spanish company for like between fifteen and twenty thousand, right? For for the whole infrastructure. Um, then you've got the groundwork whether, you know, if you're on an existing tennis court, which is ideal, there's not, the, the groundwork isn't as much. If it's if it's a normal terrain, you're, lo- you're looking at between five and 10,000 for kind of groundwork. So a budget for like just a basic court is probably, you know, between 20 and 30,000, right? And then it just goes up. Like the courts, I, um the courts at the campus, I would say sit between all in, you know, probably you're budgeting about fifty thousand um, for like a top top spec court on maybe rural land, but like you could probably I'd say between thirty and fifty thousand for like the best court nice. on the planet, or, or, or singing or dancing. I know
2: you I know you touched on it a little before. Um, as a man, you, like a supplier, you must be picky playing on different courts. What are some things to look out for in comparing like a good paddle court and a not so good paddle court?
1: Okay, so firstly, from a safety point of view, you know, like safety first, you should be able to run your hand along the where it's like the grill of the fence, where it meets the glass, like everywhere where you just run your hand, it should be totally smooth, you know, because if your hand's brushing across or your elbow, your your face sometimes even, you know, like heaven forbid you trip, like you don't want some loose, loose, and, and, and this is like where it comes down to a welding issue, you know, and this is where... Like time and quality and, and issues like that, you know. You look at the ends of these grills; sometimes they're just sawn off, right? And they're not welded to be totally smooth. And those sawn-off bits get quite, some quite sharp edges. You know, you run your 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 shoulder across that turning, and you can you know you can rip it rip it open. So smooth, everything smooth. Um, the carpet is massive. You know, you've got um, monofilament, microfilament, all to do with Basically, you know you've got a strand of grass it's an artificial grass you can have if you've got that like the longer gr- artificial grass that you see in your garden you know that's a bit longer it's you know just nice straight curls for the best you know the 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 mondo turf that they're using on the you know the world paddle tour you don't see you don't see sand right it, it's like just a perfect almost spongy core. and that's just a real coiled um strand of like artificial grass like coiled you know almost like a pig's tail it's like loads of those and it's just you don't you, there's there's barely any sand as opposed to the more that loads of coils uncoils and gets a bit straighter the more you can fill it with sand to give it and that's you know i quite like a bit more of a sandy court like my knees are shot from rugby i had five knee surgeries i've got no cartilage on my right knee but we'll get to like how i've had to change you know i i was like the one the one thing about and this is where i'll get to as well but you can get injuries with paddle right it's it's immensely can be immensely attritious if you think about your bending squatting which a lot of people (coughs) haven't you know that have had maybe desk jobs all their life and now they're bending up and down and twisting and turning and like looking all over you know like the if you think about the spine and and the whole skeleton what it's kind of doing in paddle sometimes is mental for someone that hasn't really been sporty sporty but is get but has played like table tennis and kind of stood in one place and you know is good at that because i always say to someone straight away paddles like table tennis on steroids doubles table tennis on steroids in a box <laughs> cage you know because it's yeah we yeah. we used to always have a table tennis table in the national like changing um kind of common area you know whenever we played in the six nations like playing in dublin in the hotel in our kind of like area we'd have a table tennis table right and i would say i was in like the top 4 seats of the scottish rugby team table tennis and it was always doubles mainly, you know, like you play singles, but the big games were doubles and we had some like epic rallies, you know, you imagine like, it, and the same with paddle, but paddles even, I mean, some of the rallies I've had in paddle, I played with uh, Sam Billings, um, England cricketer
0: yeah.
1: the other day, never <laughs> met, like we met on the paddle court, we connected like through Instagram, met on the paddle court and we played together and honestly, we had two in, in that game, we had two like running out the court, getting it back, like one of those like off the wall, into the like just awesome rallies. Yeah. It, it, was, it was
2: I was gonna ask you, I want two names. Who is the best celebrity paddle player you've played with? And who has a long way to go? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I like that. I like that. Um Okay. Uh, I wasn't prepared (laughs) for this, so because it's tough, actually. I want to because I played, I would say the top two, Sam Billings was probably the best, like you know, uh, sports star. You know, like I would say he's just better than like John Terry and Crouchy, who were both pretty decent, but you know, he was, um, so yeah, so those guys, the. The guy who needs to got a long way to go, who's I'm trying to think. Uh what's his name? Um the comedian. Uh oh God, that's bad. I've Is it Mike, his Michael name. McIntyre? No, 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 no. The the <laughs> Northern one.
0: Really sweet uh, guy.
1: I, there's a picture on your main sc that's so terrible that I've forgotten his name. <laughs> It'll, come
2: back. I, It'll I wanna, come back. I wanna,
1: I wanna look. But so, anyway, it's... but anyway him. He he was like he was hilarious. <laughs> And um, I, I wasn't prepared. Like I would have had his
0: name. Sorry. Sorry. That's okay. <laughs> who? Uh, who else have you? Who else have you played paddle with? Then you mentioned a few names there, kind of ex footballers and um, cricketers. But, um, uh, yeah, or da- David Peter Beckham. Or...
1: Uh, I haven't played with David Beckham yet. Although I've got two cork paddle rackets to him that I know he loves, but I'm I haven't seen them yet on any um, uh, PR like. Um, yeah.
0: And he he's pretty good at
1: where, where he's been shot. He's like got a head racket or an Adidas racket, but I have heard back that he loves the cork racket. So, um, uh,
2: but no, I've not played with him. I'm
1: hoping, hoping to get over to Miami and, and maybe uh, at some point that might work. You know, I'm always, I'm a big believer in the, in the law of attraction and yeah. um, the, the ability to manifest. So I definitely feel that might be on the cards, but no, I'd say, yeah, I mean, you know, some of the guys that come and live in Portugal that I'm, I'm very privileged to be friends with, you know, like John Terry, Peter Crouch, Peter Jones, um, these guys who aren't, you know, big, big stars like, uh, yeah, no, it's pretty, it's pretty fun to like have such competitive get, you know, like Peter Jones, he, he stopped playing. He was a very high level tennis player. I think he he was was like almost top in the top five of the uk at one one stage and then kind of stop but he's got and oh justin rose justin rose okay i i had i i had covid i've only had covid twice and the second time was, was the rider cup the 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 in italy yeah. what was that september
0: yeah.
1: and um it was brilliant because i got to watch every shot i was like sit for the sick for the weekend um, and then I had the pleasure of playing paddle with Justin Rose not long ago. And he was awesome. Like he had this chop sliced backhand into the diagonal corner that was just ruthless. It was uh, honestly, and I was in such awe because I, you know, he's, he's a, he's a golfing hero. So um, yeah, it was awesome.
2: Amazing. We have to set up a, a, a match with some celebrities.
1: Yeah.
0: There you go we all need to get get down to the campus that's a great facility oh. down in um down in kind of Badalobo area isn't it max
1: um yeah my my big vision is to you know i, I love the campus it's a great facility i think i uh, you know i i'm i've i've openly said this to the to the ceo and the owner of de lago you know that they missed a few tricks with the the paddle setup um you know I, it was definitely put in as like I think this is going to be the next big big thing but we'll just kind of put it on the side and you know and then they they've added some more courts that are covered but i i also feel like they've missed the trick with the the, what they've used to cover the courts um so so my big vision my dream like what i'm pursuing is is to create a really amazing uh paddle club that kind of that 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 starts here or maybe a brand of paddle clubs um, that kind of builds on the brand of the cork paddle racket because it's not just the rackets uh it's like the the bags as well they have these amazing like paddle luggage bags and and you can personalize those and it like I just feel like because of my golf background, which is very you know um members and you've got competitions and you've got boards on the wall and you know it's every year I feel like that can be you know we we've got this opportunity i feel like to to grow paddle in the way that the best possible way that you know anyone would like to if you if you see what i mean and and i feel like you know you can raise a bit of money uh create a brand of paddle club that is you know sits at the high end of you know top spec courts amazing rackets amazing equipment nice bar social area that overlooks you know like a really cool vibe um and a bit like, you know, I, I really like what, um, speaking of Miami, you know, the the reserve. I know, um, you know, that kind of brand, you know, it's cool, you know, like it's um, aspirational and, you know, I've been trying to get in, almost think we're getting the court rackets involved there, you know, like, um, it's awesome. Like, uh, I love, I love being part of the paddle story. Um, it's
0: the it's the lifestyle element, isn't it? Yeah. It's the opportunity to almost create this like brand for a sport, right? We've all grown up with sports that have been around far longer than we have, and here's a sport which, if you're not from Spain or South America or one of the traditional paddle paddle countries, you've got something to create. You know, it's like a little, you know, it's like a piece of artwork. We're painting it right now, and hopefully, it gets painted in the right way. Well, <laughs> well exactly. And, and
1: I feel like the future you're going to have such an enormous demographic of people that, that do have, you know, that, that regularly go on holiday, for example, but are kind of getting tired of just going to like a beach and, and chilling or like going to see Rome again or, or, or whatever. And actually like, you know, I met Debra in, in, in COVID. She'd never played golf before. She'd never played paddle before. Right. So I've, introduced her to both sports at exactly the same time she is so in terms of levels she's so much of you know and and well, actually she's probably played paddle more than she's played golf but it's like we're ready now to go and join in to like a you know uh a, a social mixing tournament like in in spain or you know like i think that yeah. that's what's going to grow as well you know if you if you've got a venue that is like a cool venue. You can start to host like mixed, you know, couples to- like a couples tournament. You know, you can do all different types of events around paddle that is social and is people just having a great time and 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 also getting a buzz from exercise. You know, having that competition, just just having it all in one place. Like um, that's why that's why I feel so lucky because you know I've got. And, and speaking of Rome, it wasn't built in a day. So it's just like being patient
0: and, you know, learning, so as go, asp- learning as we go, learning as we go. Learning as we go. You've obviously got aspirations for your business, right? So Paddle XO, Cork, like you mentioned, kind of almost setting up a, a club operator business if you can as well. Um, changing tack a bit. What do you, you mentioned earlier o- Olympic sports, obviously squash, squash has just got onto the Olympic roster for um, 2028. 20, what do you think of paddles? Um, you know, opportunity to get in the Olympics, and how you know how soon can it happen, and and what do you think that could do for the sport in terms of making it properly properly international?
1: Yeah, I I mean I I remember looking up and and you needed to to get in the Olympics, you need the sport played in like a minimum of seventy five countries. Um, I'm not sh- I, I'm not actually sure where we're at at the moment, but I I can't see it being far off. You Know being in the next Olympics 2032, you know, um, Australia, isn't it? Um,
0: yeah, Brisbane, yeah, they're
1: already f- fully embracing paddle. They've they've had, I think, the last two Melbourne Opens, they've had a pop up paddle court. Um, I know one of the lads down there, uh, <laughs> Maddie, uh, you know, and I, I know other club like New Zealand, i, I spoke spoken to the guy the other day, you know, there's courts starting to go in there. Like, yeah, it's and, and what that would do, it deserves to be in the Olympics. Like it's you watch my my Instagram is just brilliant now, like the algorithm of some of the rallies. Like I, you watch and it's not it's not just World Paddle Tour, you know, it's it's some of the other leagues. It's it's like the other day, you know, I saw that Zinedine Zidane smash into the, you know, into the crotch of... Uh, I don't know if that you've seen that pop up in your algorithm yet. Yeah, it, it, now it's nonstop, you know, and it's like, it's just going to keep happening. So, um, yeah, Olympics is uh, definitely on the cards, I think.
2: Does Paddle PaddleXO only operate in Portugal or it's on an international level?
1: Yeah, so it's international. I, I think by the nature of, you know, social media now and, and um, exp- I, I guess awareness, like, i'm in a great position that i'm speaking all all around the world um it, it it's it's got a bit more streamlined because you know people in like hong kong or singapore for example there's there's other suppliers nearer to them you know that make f- more better financial sense so but but yeah operating all, all over but the, to to be honest the big focus is um kind of you know i i what I'm working on mainly is to try and get a a club like, um, because I think that ties everything together that I'm doing anyway, you know, like I love, I love building the the brand of the cork paddle brand that I've got the, you know, the, the, the distributions of, um, but I think ultimately if I've got one club that is kind of like world renowned, it's like bringing all the people, you know, it's, it can do everything in one place. So, um, Because I'm also very lucky to to, my mum and dad moved to Portugal when I was one, you know I'm very lucky to be in this part of the world, you know like, um, uh, it's a wonderful place here 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 in in the Algarve, like uh, and like even better to be playing paddle, you know and like you said the lifestyle. It's
0: the perfect climate for it. There, Um, just one more question before we move on to the quickfire questions. Uh, what what's your kind of um do you have a bit of a hit list of celebrities and kind of famous sports people you want to take court brackets to around the world that you thought ah that would be a great creative design for that person or you know do you have a kind of you know yeah like i say a a short list a long list i i
1: I was starting to go down that way you know like the the, like david beckham is you know watching his documentary uh not that long Mm. ago and you know, he's like a hero. You know, I I love David Beckham, and so to see like your one of your one of your heroes then come into a sport that you're kind of involved in, and have the ability to kind of gift uh, a, a a unique like product in a sport that he already loves. Hang on, sorry, two sec. It's it's like it, you
2: know,
1: it's yeah. a, it's such a unique brand, and it's such a unique position to kind of be in. Um. That I just like, like I said, just naturally, I'm like, I'm gonna get a racket saying Beck's on, and I know he'll, you know, that's also the thing about about the brand, and and as you said, Ben, like the cork, it's got 33% cork right in the racket, and that percentage of cork is enough. Like the difference, I, I had two surgeries on my elbow from rugby, and I tried all the brands and all of them i i would get like a kind of dull ache in my elbow after playing right I, like i said i play 3 times a week with my court racket different models and there's nothing there's nothing like not 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 even a tiny wince or or anything and and that that's huge you know pain i i have a lot of, of aches and pains but to be able to to perform at my best on the paddle court pain free is huge, you know, compared to what I was experiencing. So, so like, I know the likes of David Beckham, as in I know it performs as well as the other performing rackets. Um, it's got enough carbon in the face, you know, all of that. But I just know it's notice- It's so notice- noticeably different of a feel and comfortable. Of, you know, it's such a comfort hitting the ball, and I kind of like the sound as well. Um yeah, I love it. Like, I, I again, I've always loved cork trees. Like, my wallet sitting here, it's a cork wallet. Like, it, it you know, with popping, 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 oh, popping perfect, bottles. P-
0: perfect link to, <laughs> perfect, yeah, perfect yeah. link to Portugal as well. It's a nice little story. Yeah, no, honestly, um, yeah, brilliant. Um, Brit, yeah, um, so
2: I want to talk a little bit about. Dancing on ice. I know you mentioned that. Really? How was that experience, and um, how did you train for that? And what was the coolest trick that you ended up? Ice. Great question.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, I. Again, talking about kind of having those moments of being like, "What's? What am I going to do next?" I. I got offered to go for a, an audition, right? To. Uh, to be on Dancing on Ice. Never ice skated before, except like. Except like as a kid. Uh, on holiday with my bro and I remember us like sprinting we were like let's just race because we couldn't ice skate we would just sprint and then we didn't know how to stop so we both like wiped out at the end of the ice rink and smashed into the edge but I I think I smashed it first (laughs) so I think I won (laughs) but like no experience but I, I go along to this audition and there's like a top um GB trainer um this uh gay this gay lad you know he won't mind me saying that like real real effect you know and I was like I felt so comfortable with him and he was like just relax I'm just going to take you around he gave me some tips and I was awesome he had me like spinning on the spot in the thing and I, I had such a buzz that then I went and spoke to the producers and I was so hyped about kind of this experience and I had such a great feeling and um and that was it I was in and we had six weeks training I was doing like two hours a day Monday to Friday for six weeks I was uh um, staying in Weybridge and driving down to Guildford, the Spectrum. Uh, my partner had never had never been on the dancing on ice show before. Um, Ali is a weirdo, Mexican, um, but she was brilliant. Um, so yeah, I just I just took like you know I just didn't want to leave the ice until I had you know that kind of professional athlete like just keep doing it. You know I played golf all my life and that's just. Muscle memory repetition, repetition, yeah. like practice practice practice, and I really like she was a little she was a little girl, and I, I knew I had to lift her and do this stuff, and I was petrified of so basically ice skates have these little um teeth picks at the front, right, and all my life being a rugby player you' you're're you're, you're in like the athletic position, so you're on the balls of your your feet all the time, you know so. Anytime you like panic or, or sing, you, you kind of go forward, in, you know, to stabilize yourself. But that's the worst thing you can do because the amount of times I was nailing my elbows, like just wiping out forward. So the thought of picking up my partner and then chunking my toe picks and going forward, I was like, petrified. Sure. So I just was like, I've just got to, I've just got to like yeah. practice it so much. Um, and yeah, it was, it was great. Got to the final. I'd say. The, the, the move I'm really proud of and the only place you can see it is on my Instagram because it was on tour when I won in Glasgow because when you go on tour it's like a mini kind of competition night right for the, for the audience and you have like two finalists and they get to do the bolero um, but we had Jake and we had um, what's his name An, a, another guy that came back who was awesome. So it was always them two in the final, right? I never got to do the bolero. And I, I I came third, right? So I never got to do the bolero, even though I trained for it. But we had this moment uh-huh. in the bolero where I, I pick Ellie up and I literally, in, I'm skating around and I invert her, so her head's like right here and her feet straight up in the air. Wow. It's, it, it, it's, it's on my Insta, but I'm very proud of that one because it looks, it's pretty awesome, yeah. Amazing.
2: Yeah. You, you're an incredible athlete to be able to learn ice skating in six weeks. I mean, that's tough. Taking well, people up, doing spirals, spins. I, I'm
1: impressed. Again, again yeah. thank you, Brittany. I, I, uh, a lot of hard work. <laughs> a lot of hard work.
2: Yeah. <laughs> but, but, and, that's, and, but,
1: but, but that's also what I love. Like I love that we could straight away you know, have a game of paddle and you probably kick my ass mm. but i'm like so so willing of it you know <laughs> like i'm i'm so dedicated now you know i have a lesson i say i play 3 times a week i have a le- like a group i'm part of a group lesson i feel like i learn something every time yeah. um that's why i'm keep you know it's it's what i want to get better at you know and i think that's what's so great about paddle is that you can get to a certain level you know i see some of the the senior players at the campus and no one's really no one's really moving but they're having fun and and competing you can get to a level and kind of stay there but then you've got someone like me who wants to be as good as they can be that wants to keep going up the levels you know and so yeah
2: well we're gonna set up a match and Definitely. um <laughs> and yeah. i want to know how would you describe uh-huh. your game you know i want to know all the little secrets before you play
1: Okay, so I I'm really I'm fast, right? Uh so I I go for go for everything, right? Go for everything. Mm-hmm. Um I'm mainly a right sided like again, shoulder issues. I don't I can smash it, right? So I can play left and I, I play left with Deborah, obviously, so I want to get good playing left, but I'm a right sided player. And uh yeah, I love I love the like little chip. chip I, I'm a big fan of the little chip chiquitas, and then charge and kind of do them on the volley. Um, yeah. yeah, and that and that comes like there's so much that I've had to learn. That, there's so much from rugby that's helped me, but then so much that's you know like especially positionally because I was always like trying to charge the net, <laughs> trying to charge the net. Um. Uh. But yeah, I uh, I think the rugby's especially there's. There's a uh, a fearless element, you know. There's so many guys that I see that actually are worried about getting hit in the face with the ball that they kind of flinch when someone's smashing. But actually, that mm-hmm. that ball is like your hand. If your hands, are, if your racket's in the right place, your hand, your eyes, and everything is far If you just stay in the same place, your your eyes are fast enough to stop it from hitting you in the face. Right, so. Like that those that little detail, yeah. that kind of fearlessness, like wanting to get everything. Um, it always creates a bit of a buzz when we're playing because the rallies are always a bit longer if I'm playing because you know, because I'm getting everything. And then I guess I just yeah, I, I love helping my partner or working together and working as a team because that's that's what I feel I'm strong at, that kind of like motivating, encouraging, but also like instructive stuff. And then like the celebrations as well. It's, you know, you've got to, you've got it you've got to enjoy, you've got to enjoy the winning points. Yeah. yeah. Chest pumps. Pump yourself up. That's, that's it. You know, I, I, I love that as well, because again, I, I think, especially some of the, 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 the lads here, the dads, you know, that have come from, let's say like a finance background, not really sporty, but, you know, have played a bit of table tennis and whatever. And now they're in, and they're, they they're loving it and they're getting at the levels. Um they'd also they're not used to that kind of like um uh affection in it in a t you know like the hugging, the butt slaps, you know, the high fives and stuff like that. And I I love I love encouraging that. Like um I think, yeah. I,
2: think I think it, it totally, totally helps. Yeah. It totally it's helps. Like if my my partner is like yeah. pumping me up, it gives me confidence. I feel like yeah. I'll make the next shot. So I think you're, you're, I'd rather have you on my team than against me.
1: (laughs) Exactly. And I always say, I always say if you double fault, um, it's a shot of tequila, you know, so there's got to be such (laughs) a focus because that's what I pride myself on. I very, (laughs) very rarely double fault
2: nice yeah that's uh, a good agree that's agree a good agree. punishment <laughs> it is,
1: because it's it's like in paddle in paddle but you... some
2: people might if that's the if that's the punishment some people might double fault on purpose
1: uh, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah but it's just it's just it's a nice way to Depends set it in there mind, mind. Right? yeah exactly but it's also a nice way to set it in there because again people that aren't used to because paddle's so much about tactics as well like I met uh, there's a guy called Francisco Freitas. He actually he used to work in Madrid under I always forget it's like the Yoda of paddle coaches, right? And he's like an Argentinian guy, and he was based in Madrid. And his like Jedi understudy is this guy Francisco Freitas, who's now working I think in Lisbon in in Portugal. But he he had the the cork paddle distribution license for Spain and when he when he was working there but, but I had the pleasure of meeting him and he's like he said he said max the paddle game it's like a there's like a Bible it's like it's like a it's like a massive book of like the 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 technical shots the the tactics positioning like there's so much you know if someone almost like chess someone starts with a serve there you've got you know like maybe three options of attacking three options you know like all this stuff that you can almost like and you must have felt this when you're playing with people that are getting into the game, if you're playing on the left-hand side and you can boss like the forehand, you can kind of control the rally sometimes, you know, you're kind of putting it where people can get it back and do you know what I mean? But on the other way, when you're trying to win, you know, you're trying to attack the space, but definitely a key is the double faults, like as in if if you just don't even get the ball in, like you've wasted a point just without even starting, you know? Yeah, like, and you don't gain like, I, there are I some played people a lot that of tennis have really wicked growing serves up. and like, oh, he it's... really chops it into the corner glass, he's got a great, you know, da, da, da. but actually, you don't, you know, you don't gain much, you just just get it. Yes, you can have a weak serve, obviously, but I'm saying definitely don't double fall.
0: Yeah, t- tennis, tennis, I can see it, but yeah, in paddle, it's it's a wasted yeah. opportunity, right? It's just, it's, it's unneeded. <laughs> um. Cool. Right, we need to uh we need to organize a game yes. on campus, that's for sure. Yeah, uh, very Max welcome. I'm down there. Down there now and then my in-laws live there half the year, so we will get we'll get a game down and we'll Brilliant. get Brit down. Um but Brit, we need to conscious of Max your time and uh let's get Brilliant. some quick five questions to wrap up. All
2: righty. Um number 1, dinner party guests. You can pick 3. Who are you inviting over?
1: Okay, so I'm going to go with Bill Murray, who I like I I I'm a big movie buff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I love him for his acting, but also like he, he loves golf and I'd love to have dinner with him. Michael Jordan's like my absolute sporting legend. He's on the table and I need to make it pretty. I'd love to get, cause I know I can bring back someone from the dead. I'd love to get Marilyn, Marilyn Monroe back from the dead. She, she'd be, uh, she'd brighten up the table. I'd love to hear some of the stories.
2: Love it. Uh, okay, number two. One food you can't live without?
1: Uh, sushi. I uh I I go a bit crazy if if I don't get sushi in a weekly uh weekly meal. That's probably like I always say. I feel like I could eat sushi, even though it's not great to have that much, that much mercury or whatever. But I feel like I'd eat sushi breakfast, lunch, dinner. Like I love it. That yeah. Way. <laughs>
2: yeah. <always> <laughs> All right, Max. Best movie of all time.
1: Again, massive movie buff. This is really tough. Um, I was thinking about this one as well. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, I love it. it, It's a Shawshank Redemption for me. I love it. It's, I always classic. Yeah, yeah, it is a classic. It is a classic, but I love it. I love it.
2: Yeah, Yeah. I love that one too. All right. (laughs) <laughs> what is yeah. your go-to karaoke song or pre-match warm-up
1: uh go-to karaoke song is flying without wings um and pre-match side song i love kanye west probably something like through the wires you know because actually that's that's i'll just say on on that because i i love playing music with paddle right and i also love that we live in a time that we have an app like Spotify that you can just put in a song and then, like, the algorithm kind of creates this awesome playlist. So usually yeah. I put in Kanye West through the wires and then just have a wonderful playlist for the whole of the, the paddle, paddle play.
2: Yeah, I haven't heard that one. I'm going to look it up.
1: Yeah, it's a good one. It's when he was kind of starting to make a name for himself. He, he'd already, like, he, his, 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 it was about his jaw. It's brilliant. It's a, just a good kind of, like, psych-up.
2: Yeah. And last one, if you could have any superpower, what would you want?
1: Uh, So I'd like straight away put cartilage back in my right knee. Anyone could come to me and I'd just be like healed, healed, healed. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's a good one.
1: I think a lot of athletes
2: would appreciate that one. Oh
1: my gosh, Yeah. I'd be busy. You're like straight, straight. well, we'd have a game of paddle
0: and then straight afterwards I'd do my healing and then done. Amazing. Brilliant. Max, thank you so much. We need to let you go. This has been, this has been a real pleasure. Uh, We could have talked for hours to be honest about paddle alone. So um, I'm glad we've got you in the sport because it is uh, it's making it interesting, driving it forward, giving it some personality. And um, yeah, there's a lot of fun we're all having from, from seeing, I think Cork and what you're doing with that, particularly, but um yeah, keep keep it all up. It's fantastic.
1: Well, do thank you, mate. I appreciate that. No, it's been a pleasure speaking with you both, and really looking forward to uh, to playing some paddle. Oh, that's that's why I wanted to ask you, Brittany, because I was told by a Spanish guy that I have to say paddle, right? But I know the Spanish say paddle. Well, the American, but then the there's Americans also the people take make fun of it. Yeah, so I'm just sticking to paddle. Is that what I should do?
2: I like paddle I'm with you I say it like you do
1: yeah okay good yeah. it's just because you're in the dread and I just you must hear them saying paddle
2: well,
0: we've got to a point now on podcasts where you'll listen to people in the American paddle scene Britt, and you'll see this they'll say paddle or they'll say oh some say paddle or whatever you want to call it so it's now this whole like long answer just to get to some kind of understanding oh, no, no. <laughs> um, anyway look anyway. forward to paddle cool Thanks.
2: Thanks so much for coming on, Max. <laughs> Thanks, pleasure, Max. Pleasure.
0: Speak soon. Thanks to all our listeners on the show. We're really appreciative, as always, of the positive response we're getting. Now we're really underway of the paddle movement. And don't forget, please follow or subscribe to the show. It really helps us be able to grow the show, grow the community, and also bring on bigger and bigger guests as we go. And don't forget to let us know your thoughts as always by sending us a voice note to thepaddlemovement at gmail.com. Tell us who you are, what you want us to talk about and anything you might want us to answer or any questions you want us to tackle about the sport or whatever else takes your fancy. And don't forget to check out the other shows on the Motormouth F1 on the Motormouth Network, which are the Motormouth F1 podcast and the OMG MotoGP podcast as well. And we've got our socials, of course, you can follow us on um, to follow the paddle industry and the paddle movement. And that's paddle movement on Twitter or X as it's known or paddle movement pod on Instagram and TikTok. But for now, it's goodbye from Britt.
2: Bye bye.
0: And goodbye from me. See you soon.